0: series on the believer's authority in the earth and in the previous teaching we had a look at the fact um, that God uh, Satan is the God of this world and we had a look at briefly at the nature of the God of this world we saw that he is a very cruel God and then we saw that uh, we also as the church that our, our adversary in the earth is in fact Satan for it is the church that is the greatest threat to his kingdom in the earth. And so that is why he is our adversary. Um, Into the section we want to deal with today, and most probably in the next teaching, we want to look at um, the fact that our Lord Jesus Christ has in fact defeated our adversary. And we're wanting to look at certain aspects around the work of the cross, what our Lord Jesus Christ did for the saints when he went to the cross for us. Because there's a lot that actually transpired In the spirit realm that we're not always aware of we know that our Lord Jesus in dying for us that he has uh, washed our sin in his own blood and we have thus been able to be born again be saved through the blood of Christ but there's a whole lot of um, spiritual ramifications that had to be dealt with as well um, with regards to Satan and his kingdom in order for the Lord Jesus to be able to redeem us uh, from the kingdom of darkness. And so we're going to be looking at certain aspects that transpired when our Lord Jesus Christ, in fact, went to the cross that we don't really understand too clearly because um, it's not taught very uh, often in the church. And so there's two aspects I want to look at today, and that is that Satan had to be convinced that our Lord Jesus Christ had, in fact, committed sin. And we'll have a look at why that is now and then we'll also look at today in today's teaching at the fact that satan then proceeded to kill the lord jesus illegally and so it was as a result of satan uh, being convinced that jesus had committed sin that he then proceeded to kill the lord jesus christ now when he did that he did it illegally and we're going to have a look at uh, why that happened and why it had to happen in that manner in today's teaching. And so the passage we'll open up with today is in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. The scripture says, For he made him, this is now God the Father, talking about the Son, Jesus Christ, for he, God the Father, made him Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God, in him and so we see that God the Father made Jesus Christ his son to become sin now Jesus had never committed any sin ever um, and so the scripture says he knew no sin but God had to make his son sin we'll, ha- we'll, we'll understand that concept now why he had to do that but also we need to also understand around this concept is that um, Satan had the dominion over Hades and, of, and he had dominion over death. Those, those particular dominions fell under his control. Now the, the scripture um, is it's silent as to how Satan gained that dominion because it pertains to ages far before mankind came along. But nevertheless, Satan did hold dominion. He, he held the authority over Hades and of death. You recall when our Lord Jesus was raised from the dead, He said to John, His apostle, "Behold, I have the keys of Hades and of death." And so, Jesus was able to take those keys off of Satan through the death of the cross. Prior to that, prior to Jesus being killed on the cross, Satan held those keys. That was his domain. And so, these these concepts we need to get to our minds around so that we can understand what it is that Jesus actually did for us when he went to the cross. Um, And so, when somebody entered into Satan's domain, and we we dealt with it in the previous teaching, that everybody who commits sin um, uh, changes their allegiance from serving God to now serving Satan. He becomes their God. And that happens to everybody who commits sin. Adam and Eve is the classic example. And it's happened to everybody on the planet ever since then. And so what Satan does is he doesn't allow anyone out of his domain. So whereas God um, allows individuals their own free will, and so it's as an act of our free will that we choose to no longer serve God, but now to choose we choose to serve Satan. And we said we we don't uh, people in the world don't uh, when they commit sin bow their knee to Satan uh, per se, but they don't realise that when they're committing sin they in fact are bound in need to Satan. He becomes their God. So God allows mankind to do that because God allows mankind to exercise their free will. But Satan does not allow mankind to exercise their free will. So once an individual becomes part of Satan's domain, he never lets them out. He never lets them have the choice, all right guys you can stay in my kingdom or you can go back and serve God. He doesn't give mankind that choice. Once they're in, they're in. And so everybody who descended down into Hades and into uh, death became part of Satan. Whoever died spiritually became a part of Satan's domain and Satan would never allow them to come out of that domain again. Now in order for for God to be able to redeem mankind from Satan's domain because we need to get the concept right that when the world at the age of 13 we discussed in the previous teaching when they reject God and they now accept sin they're de facto accepting Satan when they enter into his domain that's his domain and they become his subjects now in order for God to be able to redeem those subjects back into his kingdom God can't just walk in to Satan's realm and say well these are mine I'm taking them because that would be illegal God cannot do that. God does not override the authorities that he's allocated. And as I say, Scripture is silent as to how Satan gained dominion over Hades and death, but he did have that. So God had to come up with a plan, and this plan is right from eternity. God, this plan was always in place. Um, God had to come up with a plan whereby he could get... Satan to take his son into his domain. That's what God had to do. Uh, so Satan had to do that of his own free will in order for Jesus to gain, or God to gain access to Satan's domain. Because otherwise it was it was a closed um, door. Uh, Satan said to God, this is mine and you can't transgress because you gave it to me. And we don't know how that happened, but it was, in, that was the case. And God would acknowledge that god does not transgress his own authorities that he puts in place he doesn't transgress his own laws and so that was satan's insurance policy kind of that he knew as long as he controlled the keys to hades and to death that he was pretty much Mm -hmm. untouchable and those who were in his domain god could not redeem so god had to um come up with a, a plan to to solve that problem And so it's only those who die in sin that descend into Hades. No one else can go into Hades, um, because that's the place of torment because of sin. Because that's the the, the domain, the area for sinners to go, they go into Hades. So if a righteous person dies, they don't go into Hades, they go to heaven. Even under the Old Testament, the saints who were not yet born again, They descended into the the lower parts of the earth, but into a separate um, place in Hades, in Sheol, that God called Abraham's bosom. And so it was uh, encapsulated, there was a great gulf fixed between the two locations, Um, and so they didn't descend into the place of torment of Hades. But nevertheless, they were still under the domain of him who had the keys to both Hades and to death. And so they couldn't be taken out of there because Satan held the keys. So Jesus had to take those keys away from him. In in order for Jesus to take those keys away from Satan, he had to be taken into Hades um, by Satan because he couldn't just march in there and say, well, I'm going to come take the keys off of you. That would have been illegal. And God couldn't do that. And Satan knew that. And so God came up with the plan of redemption. Now, again... God didn't come up with the plan of redemption as a result of what Satan had done. It was always God's intention right from the beginning. The plan of salvation was always there from the beginning of eternity. And so that's the the, 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 the kind of the background as to what had to transpire. Um, and so that is why God made Jesus to be sin for us. Because it's only those who die in sin that descend into hades and so had jesus died before he was made to be sin he couldn't have gone into hades he would have gone straight up straight up to heaven because only those who die in sin are able to descend (laughs) they don't want to but that's that's their that's their destination and so your your passport so to speak that you need to be able to get into hades is you have to die in sin no one else can get down there. So, in order for Jesus to get down there, God had to make His Son to be sin, and he, then He had to let His Son be killed as one who was in sin, who had become sin. So, Jesus couldn't have. God couldn't afford to have Jesus killed before He became sin, because that wouldn't have solved the problem, because Jesus would have then gone to heaven. And God needed Jesus to die in sin, so that Jesus. Could go down into Hades. Satan could take him down into Hades because we're seeing in the scripture it's actually the angels that, that took our Lord Jesus Christ down into the lower parts of the earth. And so that's what God had to do in order to solve this problem of redeeming mankind from the one who held the keys to death and Hades, which was Satan. And so On numerous occasions when our Lord was on the earth, Satan tried to kill him. Um, Even when he was a baby. You recall that um, Joseph was warned in a dream that he had to take Mary and Jesus when he was still a little baby and flee down to Egypt because Herod was going to kill him. And so Herod killed all of the the children up to two years old, I think it was, in Bethlehem and the surrounding areas, trying to destroy the life of our Lord Jesus. Um, when our Lord Jesus' ministry was in the earth, you, you recall that in his hometown of Nazareth, they tried to kill him. They tried to take him to the cliff and throw him over the cliff. On more than one occasion, on numerous occasions, they tried to stone our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, the, the point of stoning somebody was to stone them so that you could kill them. Um, the Pharisees and the and, uh, The elders of the of the temple, they plotted for in in, in John's Gospel and Matthew's Matthew's Gospel. There were numerous attempts that were they made um, to try and kill the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in all of that, um, Satan never got it right. Now, all of those attempts were initiated by Satan, because Satan knew that if he could kill the Lord Jesus Christ, even though he couldn't get him to, and we'll get to the sin part of it now, but let's just deal with uh, killing our Lord Jesus Christ. He knew that if he could kill Jesus and he was not in any sin, well, Jesus would just have to go back to heaven because there was, Jesus could not get into Hades. It's only those who die in sin that can go into Hades. So that was one of the things that uh, Satan tried to do throughout the Lord's life, He try to kill him. But he couldn't do it because Jesus' time had not yet come. But one of the other things that Satan tried to do all the time with our Lord Jesus Christ is he tried to get him to commit sin. Because he also knew that if he could get Jesus to commit sin, well then, Jesus then would fall under his domain. He would be under his satan's authority and then satan would have every legal right to kill him and take him down into hades and he would be in satan's domain for the rest of eternity because that is how the the, the kingdoms work outside of this natural realm that we we live in is that the kingdom of hades and death um, is under satan's control it's, it specifically was under satan's control at that time. Satan still holds control over death. Um, We're not going to get into that in any kind of depth today, but we'll get through it as we go through the series. He still holds that. But he no longer holds the keys to Hades and to death. So at the time when our Lord Jesus came to the earth, Satan held those keys. And Satan thought that those keys were his for all eternity, Um, because no one could legally take those keys out of his hand. They had been given to him, we don't know why, but those keys were his. And so anybody who came into Satan's domain, that's it, Satan kept them. And as I said, it was kind of his insurance policy, because God would not bring the age to an end while his saints were still under Satan's domain. I'm talking about now even those who were in Abraham's bosom, which were still in a separate compartment in Hades. But as, uh, not there's no torment, there was no torment there. They were being comforted, uh, but nevertheless, that's where they were, and God needed to be able to redeem them, but He couldn't because the one who held keys, the keys to Hades and to death, was Satan. So, the two things that Satan tried to do the whole time that He was on the that our Lord Jesus Christ was on the earth, He tried to get our Lord Jesus Christ to commit sin. He, he he goes into our Lord goes into the wilderness and Satan tempts him. Because again the whole that agenda from Satan's point of view was if he can win there, if he can get Jesus to commit sin in any way, well then that's it. Jesus is now his and he's won. For all eternity he would have won. If he couldn't get that right, then his next avenue was let's well let's just kill him then. Because if I can kill him physically he has to leave the planet because God does not allow spirits to walk around on the planet, mankind. And so you know he would have thwarted God's plan of salvation that way. So there were these two avenues that Satan kept coming against the Lord Jesus Christ throughout his life. He would try and get him to commit sin, and if he couldn't get that right, he would try and kill him. Because on both counts, Satan would have then won. And so Satan didn't get it right. He couldn't get the Lord Jesus Christ... To commit sin although he tried on numerous occasions to do just that and what else he couldn't get right is he couldn't kill the Lord Jesus because the Lord Jesus time hadn't yet come and so um, because God could not afford Jesus to die on the earth while in righteousness God had to let his son die in sin because God needed his son to be taken into Hades so that was the whole agenda That was God's agenda, Um, and so God protected supernaturally our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, You know, Satan couldn't, as many times as he tried. There was a supernatural intervention when Gabriel spoke to Joseph in a dream, said, "Take your son down, the, the son of God, down into Egypt, because Herod wants to kill him." And all of the other interventions that God did. And so we come now to the plan of salvation, because. You must understand, Satan is not a a stupid individual. He is an intelligent being. He is a very powerful angel. Um, But God is more shrewd. And this is where the plan of salvation shows us the shrewdness of God, just how um, shrewd God can be. Because what Satan had to be convinced of, because now God had to make his son to be sin. But God couldn't just say, alright Jesus, now today you're going to, I'm going to put the sin of the world on you and you're going to become the sin of the world. Satan wouldn't have bought that. Uh, he wouldn't have been convinced that the Son of God had just committed sin because he'd been trying for the whole 40 years, his whole life, to get the Son of God to commit sin and he never got it right. And now, just instantly... Jesus has now made sin. Uh, Satan and his angels would have thought to themselves, "No, something's not right here." Um, they would not have accepted that, because don't forget, now Satan's got the keys to Hades and death. He knows the ramifications. That if he, if those keys are taken away from him that he's lost out, he's lost the game the game's over as far as that's why Lord Jesus Christ when he was on the earth he said now the, the ruler of this world is, is judged because it happened at the time when Allah went to the cross it's not going to happen, it happened then but uh, while Satan held those keys that as I say, that was his insurance policy that God couldn't touch him because it, it would have been illegal so Satan had to be convinced that Jesus in fact had committed sin we know that Jesus never committed sin that God made his son to be sin for us Satan didn't know that but Satan had to be convinced by God that Jesus had committed sin because had God as I say had God just made his son to be sin Well then, uh, Satan, as I say, and those angelic beings who rule over this world are intelligent beings, they would have not bought that. And they would never have allowed Jesus into their domain. Because, you know, it just doesn't make sense. Forty years we've been trying to get this guy to commit sin. He never sins. Now all of a sudden he just becomes sin. It wouldn't have have, um, persuaded Satan to do what God needed Satan to do. So how did God, in fact, persuade Satan that when he made his son who knew no sin to be sin for us, how did he he persuade Satan that Jesus had, in fact, committed sin? That's where the shrewdness of God comes in. Well, this whole thing is the shrewdness of God because Satan has no idea really what's going on. He's a powerful being. He has powerful dominion. Um, and he thinks that he's pretty secure in what he has. But he doesn't realize who he's dealing with as such from, from the point of, of his dealing with God. And God is more shrewd and more able to... And God knows everything and he's able to work things out according to the counsel of his will. So what did God do? Well, God deceived, and it's not the right word because but Satan was deceived in this issue. God was able to deceive Satan into thinking that his son had in fact committed sin when God made him to be sin by doing this. He did it through the avenue of Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot was the Trojan horse kind of that God used um, to convince Satan that Jesus had now sinned. You say, well how does that work? Well, um, it was Satan himself that persuaded Judas to betray the Lord Jesus Christ. If you you look at the scriptures, the scripture is very plain that Jesus had to be betrayed by one of the inner circle, one of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And so we ask ourselves the question: Why, Lord? Why was that so important? You know. To say, well, Judas knew the way to the, the place where Jesus was in the garden. And so if they didn't have Judas, they couldn't have found him. Well, no, that's, I mean, you know, they could have just sent spies to follow Jesus wherever he went and report. Okay, because the Bible says that that's that place that Jesus went that night, Garden of Gethsemane, he used to go there often at night to go pray with his disciples. So, you know, it would have been very easy for Satan to find out and to tell the, the priests and that, you know, that's where he prayed. They could have sent, as I say, somebody to just follow them. Okay, that's where they prayed. So let's get the crowd together and it's going to arrest them. So it wasn't because they needed Judas to be able to show them the way, otherwise they couldn't have done.